gave us light. But somebody hit the breaker. Lost in the dark till I met my maker. Fighting for peace while I'm here on God's acres. Love thy neighbor. I don't even hate haters. They say don't be violent in the face of my traitors. We can talk about it later. My savior came in flipping tables. I'm a crusader. My heart is my anchor. The angels are crying and smearing their makeup. You dance with the devil. I march to their cadence. Feeding my kids with the fruits of my labor. I paid all my payments. I'm all out of patience. So save all your statements. You safe from your basement. I stand on the pavement and fight for my people against you. Stand alone. I'd rather be losing this battle than winning while fighting for something that I know is wrong. Known all along. Uh, I have a purpose. Gotta reach my people. Ain't no common ground on the battlefield that we're standing on. It's a war going on of good and evil. I'm a crusader. Uh, screaming my prayers. I'm hoping that God hear my word and find favor. Speaking my truth in my tongue is a razor that opened the wounds of the devil disabled. Uh, I'm standing in light, so the darkness around me, my heart keep on pounding, the trumpets are sounding, I'm not backing down, and they're counting me out, but I just keep on counting. Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? Happy Friday. Are you listening?
Hey, hey, coming to you live from behind enemy lines of Chirac, Illinois. How are you guys doing today? Happy Friday. Another week goes by. Man, time's flying by. Thank God. It's great to see you guys out there today. I hope all is well. We have, um, I don't know, semi, uh, semi-chill session planned for today. I got uh, some stuff I want to cover for sure. Um, we can open up the phone lines. Anyone that wants to hop in here and, uh, you know, comment on something, tell me what I got wrong this week or debate or just talk. We can do that. Uh, so that's, uh, that's usually Fridays. Um, but I got, uh, you know, I got a full show planned of good stuff, some videos, some articles, some sub stacks, some, um, op-eds from general Flynn and, uh, and captain Cashel. Been a, been a while since we checked in with captain Cashel. I want to definitely read that. It's going to take a little bit of time, but I think it's worth our time to go through, uh, the effort that captain Cashel put into his. Substack as well as General Flynn. So we'll read those today as well. Uh, several interesting, you know, Substacks articles. Julie Kelly's got a new Substack out there. Breaking news, China spies on us. Got a couple of great articles out there on that front too to cover. Uh, we have um, five-year, four-year Delta Q drops that are interesting. I put some of those on my truth last night. Uh, if you want to check those out uh, while you're lurking and listening, uh, we got that plan for today too, as well as a few other just interesting things from around the world, as always. So thanks, guys, for being here Being here today. Do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a family member. Drop the, grab, the, drag, grab the link out of your favorite favorite platform. Spit it out, Abe. Drop it into your favorite social media. Tell everyone to come hang out. Tell, that's, that's the best thing you can do for me. Just tell somebody to come hang out with us. Tell them why you're listening. And I appreciate you all very much for doing what you can to help spread the word about what we're trying to do over here. And what we try to do, we are conspiracy analysts. We look at interesting topics and things from around the world, dig in on them, and then present information that either cooperates or makes you want to think a little bit differently about things. And who knows what's right, what's wrong in this world. That's not necessarily what we're all about. However, comma, we, we, we try to look at things from, from all angles here, from the left, from the right, from MAGA, from non-MAGA, and just try to bring you guys what's going on in the world. So I appreciate you all very much. Do me a favor, bookmark the website, please. Let everyone know about the website and bookmark it. You can always find me there, how to get a hold of me, email addresses, true socials, Twitters, Gabs, Facebooks, Telegrams. The podcast is always up on there. You can find that on Podbeam, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Pick one, anyone. Just search Uncensored Abe. You'll be able to find that. We're on episode 393 today. You can watch the show directly from the website. Learn a little bit about me. Get yourself some cool merchandise that I'm working on. Getting closer, getting that stuff going. The 2021 Archive blog is an interesting dig, if you're interested, to see that there is a lot more going on in the world that that uh, nobody talked about in 2021. And so there is a whole list of very interesting articles from 2021 that never got really the news highlights uh, that they deserve, kind of like what you're seeing now. Now you're seeing stuff move up from, you know, from the alternative media content creators straight into the mainstream media with pretty quick within the same day or the next day. Uh, but 2021 wasn't like that. You had to really dig to find information. So that's why we're leaving up the 2021 ar archive blog. You'll find a lot of interesting stuff that happened last year in there that lets you know that there's definitely something more happening around the world that meets the eye than they're telling us. That's for dang sure. Watch us online every Monday through Friday, five Eastern, four Central, Foxhole. D Live, Twitch, Rumble, Cloud Hub, and Tiger Network are where you can find those live streams. You can also find us on Facebook and uh, 
I don't know, a few other places out there, but I appreciate you all very much for being here today. All the Lurkers listeners, God bless you all. Thanks for being here. The previous two shows are always up on the screen as well as popular shows that I think you need to see. The DHS Censorship Agency is has gotten a lot of views, and I appreciate you all. It is kind of long. Skip the first half, or half hour or so, and then you got about a three-hour dig on the DHS Censorship Agency. It's one of the most important things out there that if you haven't seen yet, it's worth your time. I appreciate you all very much for helping keep the lights on as well. Cash at PayPal, Patreon, and buy me a coffee. How are you can do that? as well as mypillow.com backslash Abe. I want to thank Anon. I don't want to watch Fight Club again. <laughs> Polly with the coffees. God bless. Uh, and I appreciate the uh, travel expenses from last week, Polly. God bless you, man. And don't forget mypillow.com backslash Abe. Mypillow 2.0 is out now. Buy one, get one free. Now's your chance. Use discount code Abe or go to the website mypillow.com backslash Abe. You can also use the phone number on your screen to call as well. That dials in directly to the discount line and you get yourself some cool stuff. You can just order straight from there. The pillows, the sheets, the Giza sheets, overstock sale at 80% off, children's Bible story pillows, throw blankets, towels, all kinds of really cool stuff. Go anywhere, uh, blankets and, and pillows, loungewear. Whatever you whatever you can think of, they got it, man. Pet pet dog, pet blankets and pet bags, pet beds, things like that. All kinds of cool stuff. MyPillow.com backslash Abe. Check it out when you get time. We appreciate Mike Lindell for his fight in election integrity and helping to support alternative dehumanized streamers from all around the globe. Appreciate him very much for doing what he can to help lift us up. Finally, at the bottom of the website, uh, my email address, Linktree, and the P.O. Box if you want to send me something. That's all on the website. Bookmark the website. We appreciate you all very much for being here today. Let me welcome you all in there. Hello, Tiger Network Tour 3. Great to see you guys out there. Uh, I heard that there was uh, a mention of me or something by Jim. I, I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, uh, but I'll check that out. Hell yeah, appreciate, appreciate you. Jack's in the house. JD Rish. Chris, thank you for dropping all the links out there. As always, Mo1959 is out there lurking and listening. Uh, Spud Hat and many others on, on uh, Rumble out there lurking and listening. Do me a favor. Please hit that thumb th thumbs up button over there on Rumble. That'll help people let, let people know that I'm actually live and you can come check me out and stuff. Thanks for being here today, guys. Much love to you all. Twitch crowd's working their way in here today as well. Thanks again for all the links. And finally, pill.net the home away from home if you guys haven't checked it out my pillow or excuse me pilled.net is the spot to be if you haven't checked it out yet so check it out when you guys get time you guys will thoroughly enjoy all the different content creators different perspectives all the og anons are over there so that's where you can find us all over there still trying to get through um the world and figure out what the hell's going on in this world knock my socks off first in the house as well as bitch toria Politius, thanks again for all you do dropping the links out there i appreciate it very much rp4l's in the house salute to you my friend thank you for being here today i appreciate it i love her voice too as well that's a great tune um, unfortunately, Twitch doesn't get to hear it because Twitch keeps uh, sending me copyright warnings. So whatever. So be it. Thanks for the 500 gold pills. Creative writer. I appreciate that very much. Vanessa's in the house. Good to see you out there. I hope all is well. Uh, feel a nap coming on. Well, come in and hang out here. Whatever you need to take a nap, uh, I will put you to sleep. I'm pretty sure that I can do that for you. So I got a good article for you that'll put you to sleep here in a little bit and you can get your nap in. <laughs> Poon Slayer's in the house. Um... Toria said, uh, hubby said he wasn't, he wasn't going to listen. I told him to go fluff himself. Then. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. I, you know, I'm not for everybody, you know what I'm saying? And then, and, and not only that, but it's uh it's an easier life. Just kind of living in blissful ignorance, not trying to figure out what the hell's going on in the world. Just kind of go through life and get it done. You know what I'm saying? I, I can deal with that. I'm good with that too. The bars in the house. Hope all is well. Hello. Keep true. Hey lights. Wow. 42. 
degrees in February. I'll take it. Yeah, it's not bad out here today as well. We had the nice bright sun out here today. Uh, it was only about a high of like 32 or something like that, but it felt a lot warmer and it's it's not bad at all. It looks like we're getting ready to uh, get into the springtime, hopefully in the next month or so. That'll be nice. You know what I'm saying? Get out there and get some, um, get some rays and stuff. Uh, thanks for the can, bro. Cheers to fuck it Friday. I'm, I'm with you there. What do you got going on tonight, bro? 10 p.m. Central. Usually a hangout Friday, some music, some hangout sessions, and some other stuff. So check out our Average Joe Patriot tonight, 10 Central. He does a great job every single night with a great audience as well. Uh, I have above normal hearing, and last night wind was very strong. I swear I could hear a harmonic resonance in it. Yeah, I was here. The wind here was crazy, too. I hear you. I'm with you. I heard, a, I heard a little resonance in the wind, too. Willow ladies in the house. Great to see you out there. Much love. Whole ball as well. How are you, Trick Pony? And uh, Twitch is a hole. Twitch is indeed a hole. I mean, there's, there's, there's all kinds of music on Twitch. But I play an a inspirational Christian song, and then no. So whatever. It is what it is. Uh, looks like we're in for lots of lightning in within this incoming weather. Gotcha. Yeah, I heard that there's a pretty heavy storm coming up uh, your way. I think it's going to miss us. It's supposed to be a pretty nice weekend last I saw here. So I'll probably be hanging out with my bro or going down to the park doing something this weekend, getting away from it all. So I appreciate you all. If you guys want to give me some gas money and uh, cash out, that'd be great. <laughs> I appreciate you guys for being here today. Uh, let's see. Where do we want to go here? I guess... Um, you know, let me just uh, get the uh, phone lines on, I suppose. Anybody that wants to uh, hop in and hang out, you are more than welcome to. It's I only, I think I can only do it for like every 20 minutes unless, Joe, you want to hop in and I can use your Zoom if you want to take host. Um, but uh, I don't know if anyone really wants to say The last few weeks, no one's really wanted to hang out, so that's all good. I, I can understand that. You guys got a lot of stuff going on on Fridays. You're usually busy out there, all kinds of real life stuff going on. So it's all good. So while we're seeing if anybody wants to hop in there, there's the phone lines up on the screen. Go ahead and drop that into the chat. If you're welcome to hop in anytime you want, let me start with a 10 minute video and then we'll get to with the phones. Uh, uh, anyone else call in here really real quick. Kanakoa has been doing a great job. Kanaka, Kanakoa, yeah, that guy. <laughs> Been doing a great job, and I got a thread, a thread, actually two threads from him, and this summary from Joe Rogan, which was put together by the Paradigm Shift. I think we actually might have played this, you know, a couple weeks ago, but based on the stuff that's going on out there today, yeah, maybe a good little reminder. I think is it, is it, this is really well done on the American military industrial complex. Uh, and Joe Rogan's um, red pills on that are pretty interesting, and it's a pretty good summary. So do me a favor, check this out. People would want to vote on. A lot of shit comes up that people would want to vote on, like the bailouts, the war, all, all thing, things of this nature. There's a lot of things that people would like that's going to affect us. We would like to vote on this, but you don't get to vote on it. You get to vote on a representative. These people are going to represent you once they get in, into office. And think about some of the laws that are in place that protect corporations. Think about some of the laws that, that are in place that fuck people over every day. They wouldn't be there if people were voting for them. 
We all have this, this desire to have someone lead us. We all have this, this feeling where we need someone who's smarter and wiser, who represents us. You know, and when you're really fucking dumb, the problem is really dumb people, they get a say in everything too. And they're, they're subject to a lot of tricks. They're subjects to, they're subject to nationalism. They're subject to these kind of ridiculous rah 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 America speeches that don't say jack shit. They say nothing. It's all just this cheerleading fucking yeah. event, and they they're subject to it. They they can't help it. They're dumb. They they don't know they're being bullshitted. They they grew up around dumb people. They go to work with dumb people. There's no one in their family that's interesting or asks any questions at all, and they just get sucked right into it, man. This society is so greedy, we're willing to go to war. We're willing to go places and send these big metal machines that kill people and fuck people up just so we can make more money. And the way our society is set up, I mean, I've heard it argued and argued successfully that our society runs on war. You know, it runs on the domination of uh, the other parts of the world. And literally, that's the only way you can control a gigantic chunk of the globe. You have to keep everybody down. You know, and that's what our society is based on. We can't be fighting over each other because, you know, this guy's like a million people die in Iraq and everybody goes, hey, as long as it doesn't happen over here. But it is, right. that is over here. It's just right. over here, over there. It's yeah. the same thing. It's the people you don't know that were born somewhere else who fucking got jacked. You get trapped in that whole idea of, you know, this is my team. These are my people. And, you know, someone fucking plays a country music song and throws up a flag and I'm in. Fuck it. It feels good. It feels good to be in, right? Feels good. God bless America. Feels good. Singing yeah. around with a bunch of other people and you're all drinking. Yeah. We're the fucking baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Woo! And that's how people get recruited. It's a clusterfuck, man. These poor fucking kids, man. Do you imagine being 18, 19, being talked into doing this shit for a bunch of bloodthirsty motherfuckers who just are trying to get whatever they're trying to get over there, whatever the fuck it is, whether it's uh, lithium you know, minerals in the mountains that they used to make cell phones, whether it's 90% plus of the world's opium supply, yeah. 90 fucking percent, that is a multi, multi-billion dollar business, and if you think these fucking industrialist cocksuckers that are running the world are going to leave that money behind, you're fucking crazy. Dude, they've got United States Army troops guarding poppy field. There's fucking so much heroin there. I mean, it's incredible. The fucking brother of the president of Afghanistan. His brother was selling heroin and getting paid by the CIA. I mean, god damn it. Heroin is absolutely addictive, okay? People who try heroin get hooked. Heroin is everywhere, okay? So you need to sell it. Someone's selling it. Who's selling it? I don't know, but 90% of it comes from this one place where we have to be to save our freedom. You, you can't criticize it, because if you criticize it, you're a shithead. You don't appreciate the troops and what they're doing for you, and that's not the case at all. I just don't like the idea of these fucking people leading us in any direction where you need to sacrifice your life. Well, I don't believe it. I don't believe them. When there's been so many fucking lies. I mean, the more you look it up, the more... I mean, you go, go into any of the stories on the weapons of mass destruction before we invaded and, and compare them to what we actually know that they really knew when they said that. It's like they did it on purpose. They wanted to get in there for whatever fucking reason. And if it's some crazy, the world is going to end if we don't stop this, but we can't tell you shit, like, I would love to believe you.
I would love to believe that the reason why you're you're not telling us exactly what the fuck is going on is because you're really protecting us from some insanely evil thing that if we knew about it, it would society would collapse. But yeah. our strong, brave, powerful leaders are going to guide us yeah. without our knowledge. Yeah. I would love to believe you. If you weren't all full of shit. We're going to have to step back and, and look at it all in a different way. And I don't think you're going to get that from just voting for president and dealing with all this nonsense that we have right now with the fucking, with the, the two-party system. It's just, we're spinning our wheels. We're not getting any traction. This is all nonsense. It's the same nonsense with Obama that we dealt with with Bush. Special interest groups controlling what people say and do and what direction the country goes in and save us from the bad guys. Shut the fuck up, man. It's the same nonsense. Operation Northwoods was something that was plotted out during the 1960s, signed by the Joint Chiefs of Staff, where they were going to fake terrorist attacks on American civilians and blame it on the Cubans so we could go to war with Cuba. It involved a bunch of shit, like blowing up a jetliner. They were going to have a drone jetliner and blow it up and say that people died on it. And this was going to get everybody fired up about going to war with Cuba. They were even going to attack Guantanamo Bay. They were going to arm Cuban friendlies to attack Guantanamo Bay so that we would have to go to war with Cuba. This is like our own government. They plotted this out. This is like real shit. I remember when I, I saw um, JFK, the uh, Oliver Stone movie, and that was like part of the premise that JFK, uh, that Oliver Stone was um, was pushing in this film, is that they killed JFK because they wanted to stay in Vietnam because they were making a lot of money in Vietnam. And I remember at the time seeing that movie going, that is absolutely ridiculous. Who the fuck believes that? Are they going to start wars and keep wars going just so that they can make money even though it's not a real war, it's not a just war? Nobody wants to go to war. That's stupid hippie bullshit. Well, as I got older and I started investigating history, you know, from way back to Vietnam, to the Gulf of Tonkin, to all the shit that happened when Kennedy and Nixon were in office, to all the shit that happened with Reagan and the Contras in Nicaragua and the Sandinistas, and all the different various things that have happened in human history where it's clear that the United States is, you know, we're fucking around with all kinds of things all the time to make money. And that there's a bunch of people that are profiting off of war. And then they're not just profiting like a little bit of money here and there. You, you know, you look at like what's going on with like what, how much money Halliburton made for the war. We're talking like billions and billions of dollars. That's like real money. This Eisenhower leaving office and he's giving a speech warning the American people about the, the power of the military industrial complex. You know, when you watch that, you're like, well, here is a sitting president who's leaving office. And but the most important thing that he wants to tell people is that you have to be careful because there is a machine here that wants to go to war. There's a business behind going to other countries and fucking people up and taking their shit. And they come up with reasons to do this. And they sacrifice American lives to do this. And they do it for profit. And it sounds absolutely ridiculous. It sounds absolutely outrageous that the greatest country on earth could be involved in something like that from the get-go. But yet, that's what history says. That's how it points. It points in that direction. It points in that direction that it's going in. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes.
Joe Rogan summary, <clears throat> JoeRogan.net is where you can find uh, his show. And you know, Joe's been playing a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. His stuff has been getting highlighted for good reason. You know, because he's he the audience that he reaches is is uh, is a very expansive audience that uh, you know you probably normally can't reach. And the amount of red pills that he's dishing out. <laughs> With uh, so you know, a great summary like that. So again, that summary was from uh, the paradigm shift uh, from a YouTube um, user named Paradigm Shift, which that account, of course, is now banned because what what too much truth in this world can't do that. Can't do that in this world. So there you go. Canicola also had this thread today. Last June, let's talk about this Nord Stream thing. Uh, you know, I, Joe and I were kind of talking about it when it when it first was breaking, and I'm just like, something just is not smelling with this man. And and I think um, I think Kanakoa is right on top of it. So let's get through this. Last June, the Navy divers operating under a cover of widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise known as Baltops 22 planted the remotely triggered explosives. That, yeah. So he's first highlighting the Seymour Hirsch substack here. That's the substack here. Uh, what's interesting is I've I've heard a lot of people try to discredit Seymour Hirsch too now. So it's in this world, who the hell knows? But this is interesting interesting perspective from Kanakoa. If Russia invades, then there will no longer be a Nord Stream two. We will bring an end to it. But how will you do that exactly? Since the project is in Germany's control. Biden says, I promise you, we'll be able to do that. Remember that? Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What, do you, what? How will you? How will you do that? Exactly, since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will. Uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. <laughs> so there's that, Victoria Newland. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream Two will not move forward. In their own words. Um, with regard to Nord Stream Two. Uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies, and I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. I'm Tucker Carlson. If you were Vladimir Putin, you would have to be suicidal moron to blow up your own energy pipelines. Yeah, I would have to pretty much agree with that. The CIA warned authorities in Berlin three months before the Nord Stream pipeline was sabotaged of the possibility that someone would destroy the pipeline. I wonder how the CIA knew. September 27th, 2022, CIA warns Berlin about possible attacks on gas pipelines in the summer. People who told you Iraq has WMDs want you to believe Russia blew up its own pipeline. The U.S. government previously lied Americans into war using Gulf of Tonkin, USS Maine, RMS Lithuania, uh, Iraqi incubator babies, and weapons of mass destruction, but not nah, trust them this time. 
The gas pipelines were sabotaged near Bornholm in the Baltic Sea. The leaks occurred in areas where the pipelines lie at sufficiently shallow depths where divers can plant explosives. U.S. Navy and NATO held a major maritime training exercise in the Baltic Sea involving scores of Allied ships throughout the region. The event was held off the coast of Bornholm Island and involved teams of divers who happened to be planting and locating explosives, so they say, yes. In a covert mission, they're going to um, send a tweet on it. The U.S. Navy posted pictures of themselves planting mock explosives in the Baltic Sea, as you guys have heard. There's that picture. Uncle Joe, the climate change warrior, would never blow up a natural gas pipeline in the ocean, right? If Joe truly cared, his son wouldn't have been invested in the world's worst polluting Chinese government-owned gas and oil companies. Professor Jeffrey Sachs caused chaos on Bloomberg for suggesting the United States government was behind the Nord Stream sabotage. The destruction of the Nord Stream pipeline, which I would bet was a U.S. action, as you can see there. Joe Rogan and comic Dave Smith break down the reasons Russia invaded Ukraine. The most important priority in the history of humanity is that America and Russia do not go to war. Uh, Five-minute video from there. I'm just going to kind of get through this. Joe Rogan and comic Smith, comic Dave Smith break down the Obama administration's overthrowing Ukraine government. All these Soros-funded NGOs funded the militias on the ground. There's a tape of Victoria Nuland talking about who would be the new government. We overthrew their government. The Obama administration overthrew Ukraine's elected government in 2014, just after the Vatican coup, by the way, same time frame. John McCain rallied protesters, and Victoria Nuland was caught on tape planning Ukraine's new government. What role did this have in the current NATO proxy war in Ukraine? After the U.S. overthrew Ukraine's government in 2014, 96% of Luhansk and 89% of Donetsk voted to, succeed, to secede from Ukraine. The West said the elections were illegitimate. But the eastern half of Ukraine typically votes for pro-Russia candidates. Blue is pro-Russia, red is pro-West, as you can see here, up by the Belarus area here. And then, um, obviously, this whole region down to Odessa that... Uh, Pretty much currently under control of, uh, of Russia, as it seems, based on what we can find, anyway. If the military-industrial complex sabotaged Nord Stream, it would be one of the craziest, most destructive terrorist acts any American administration has ever done. Blowing up a gas pipeline to Europe during an energy crisis and escalating a war with nuclear-armed Russia. Your enemy is not China. Your enemy is not Russia. Your enemy is the military-industrial complex. The bottom line is... There'll be no world left for our children if this war between nuclear superpowers continues to escalate. I'd have to agree with that. Did you know that only 10% of my posts make it to your homepage feed? Let's listen to this last second here from uh, Tucker Carlson yesterday. I think it means is that the United States is trying to provoke and sable ratter with another nuclear power, right? This is what we were supposed to be afraid of was going to happen with Donald Trump, right? We couldn't have, he's a crazy man who's going to have his finger on the nuclear button. And now we have Demented Joe who is saber rattling with two nuclear powers and they get...
the corporate media sponsored by the military industrial complex to get Americans to cheer it on. And why do Americans cheer it on? Because they have no idea what's actually happening with their foreign policy. And what's worse right. is they have no yeah. idea that they have no idea with that they don't have any idea what's happening with their foreign policy. We have 400 military bases surrounding China since the Korean War. Do we really think that China is getting ready to invade the United States? Because I tell you, they're not. They make everything we use in the United States. Why? Because the same people who want this war are the same people who took the good jobs that are manufacturing jobs in America, turned them into low-paying, crappy jobs, and then shipped them to China, and then we get angry at them for the system that we set up. If they're so corrupt, because that's the thing, Americans have no idea how corrupt their government is. They think our government's just regular corrupt, like, oh, Trump gave his son a job, or Biden gave his kid a no-show no job in the Ukraine war. That's not, the whole thing is corrupt. The $800 billion military budget is $800 billion of corruption. Why do we have to have eight, 900 military bases around? We're the ones provoking this war, just like we provoked the war in Ukraine. We are now provoking a war with China. And what, who, who benefits? I'll tell you right now, your enemy is not China. Your enemy is not Russia. Your enemy is the military industrial complex, which has been fleecing this country to the tunes of hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars. How many times are we going to have a defense secretary say, hey, we can't account for $2 trillion in the Pentagon again, That, like, which has happened twice now in my lifetime. So again, people are being, uh, uh, the, the war machine cannot be stopped. Who's running this country? The war machine. It certainly isn't Joe Biden making these decisions. I would like to know who is making the decisions. And I just want to remind everybody, the United States is the world's terrorists. We just set the Middle East on fire in the last 20 years, and now we're doing a proxy war in Ukraine, which we provoked, NATO provoked, and was just admitted that we provoked it by the former prime minister of Germany. And now we're trying to saber rattle with, with China, and they're predicting a war. Again, China's not going to invade us. China's not our enemy. They, we might have an economic war. That's what these are. These are economic wars. These are wars right. for, in Ukraine, it's about liquefied natural gas and making sure Germany and Russia never come together because we fear Russia's uh, natural resources and manpower, and we fear them getting together with Germany with their technology and their capital. And so that's why we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. That's why we're doing the Ukraine war. This is all about hegemony, imperialism, and economic economics. And if there's a Marine somewhere, it's there because they're about to steal some natural resources from another country. As everybody's screaming about what a bad guy Putin is for invading Ukraine, the United States is currently occupying a third of Syria. And which third is that? It's the third that has the oil. And how do I know we're there to steal their oil? Because the president of the United States said so. And we're not, we're not even benefiting economically. That's, I mean, of course, that's the rub. Jimmy Dore, appreciate it. Thank you. China's, I think it means is that the United States is trying. Shush. China's not our enemy, except for they sure as hell ain't helping anything here. <laughs> that for, that's for sure. You know, with all the turmoil just within our own government, you got, you got everybody else piling on, man. So China's saying China's not our enemy is not exactly a, uh, a realistic world view, in my opinion. Uh, considering the actions of China around the world for the last 50, 60 years has been to uh, enslave populations everywhere. I mean, <laughs> anyways, so that's kind of where I wanted to go just with this, right? Um, 
you know the 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 idea of the of a hunt for red october style thing of a rogue general or of a you know rogue agencies um pulling shit like this off um in a weaponized uh, government by Barack Obama that's who's calling the freaking shit the shots he he's kind of a, the the senior puppet in charge along with uh you know the, the rest of them so you know um the only thing we can do is try to uh, inform the public, right. And give them the best information about what's really happening here and <laughs> pray, I guess. I don't, <laughs> it's a crazy world out there, man. But, uh, anyways, um, dragon, I hear you're out there looking, listening much love, brother. I hope all is well over by you. It's great to see you guys out there today. Hope all is well. I'm getting through it, man. We're getting there. Belush, how are you? I actually shocked that they let this go on Fox. I know. Tucker's been on fire, man. He's been and Tucker and Jesse. Jesse last night was just absolutely freaking lit. Played that for Joe last night. I should play that again, actually, because it's so freaking good. Let me get it for you, actually, is in case you missed it. Um, Becker News highlighted. Uh, let me find it here. Really? Um, Becker News highlighted Jesse yesterday with. Basically doing his best uncensored Abraham. It's the way I looked at it. Uh, my thoughts exactly, Jesse. <laughs> um, here, let me pull that up real quick. So just about a minute or so. But he's absolutely right, and he absolutely nails it. Totally uh, let's see here. Let me prep this here. Sound is pretty low. Let me uh, let me fix that real quick so you guys can actually hear it. That'd be helpful. Uh, all right check this out jesse on fire this thing's <laughs> totally contained over here and no one discusses it i'm sick of these hearings make me feel better guys tell me this is going somewhere can i throw some in prison can yes. someone go to jail? Can someone yeah, get if fined? We had an objective Department Wait, of Justice. We don't we have a tier two. They're under investigation. Department of we Justice. We don't have an objective Just anything very, anymore. Just very quickly, you guys got the Durham investigation, which was supposed to blow the lid off exactly. of all of this, and it ended up with nothing because exactly. there is yeah, nothing. Oh, there is nothing. Stop. No, not because the jury was in D.C. You, you guys oh, admitted God, you planted the dossier. Yeah, what? You admitted you framed him as a traitor, we and then you want to investigate. Our investigation. We're investigating the investigators. We're investigating the investigators. We don't live in the same world. It's just crazy. Exactly. Your world's fake. Uh, My world is winning. We're following the facts. Oh, you're winning. Because you guys are yeah, corrupt. We are winning. You robbed my vote. This is the best. You voted in New York. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> yeah, go to break. Judge, tell him to go to break. All right, all right. This thing's totally... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. The inv the investigators are investigating the investigators. We don't worry. <laughs> Justice is coming. Is uh is Donald Trump in charge of the military industrial complex? Um, no. I think uh, President Trump um had a, a rude awakening of just how just how big the swamp is. And, um, you know, one person you can't, you know, even if you put a team together, you can't operate in a swamp like it is now. Um, but that's why I still do believe that there's more behind the scenes happening with, um, you know, the, 
the, the United States power structure, right? There's the New World Order power structure. There's the EU power structure. There's the uh, North American, you know, uh, Western Hemisphere power structure. There's all these power structures, right? So you get all these people who think they have all kinds of power and stuff. And, um, do you know, I... <laughs> Big Pharma has no has no qualms about uh, silencing people and whatever it takes to get what they need to get done for profits, right? We've seen we've we've documented over and over again how many people have died from uh, Big Pharma um, to save profits, and I think what President Trump was trying to tell us too on this front is <laughs> swamp is is got a lot of power and um, and but I still do believe that. Whatever the American power structure that is, that right, um, and the this the seventeen eighteen intelligence agencies above the CIA, above the NSA, you know those are lower tier agencies, right? I think there's somebody um, above them that's uh, that's making sure that uh, this doesn't um, you know regress into into a world war, a war or world destruction for that matter. Um, I really do believe that I, you know, it's obviously it's speculation on my, on my part is in, in, in just from what we've learned through Q and the rest, but that's just kind of what I think, man. I, you know, um, there's no way that the last five years of events in my life and in our lives is by accident. That's the way I look at it. There's no way the, there was a, there was a line drawn in the sand somewhere, somehow, Right. And that's what's gotten us to this point of having to step one, awaken the freaking public, <laughs> wake them out of their slumber. Right. And then, uh, you know, from there, um, it's it's what can we do to affect change? And the best solution, obviously, is local action. Whatever you can do um, in your local communities will make change. Right. Um but on the national level, um, informing and getting activists into the right places of power, like in the House now, imagine if we um, if we're able to keep and expand the House in 2024 and gain the Senate and gain Trump back, we could solve a lot of problems with the quickness. <laughs> so that's what we're hoping for. Um, it's always been a generational fight, but uh, we'll see. Uh, what's up, Belush? How are you, man? Good to see you out there. Uh, let's see. That's kind of what I think, J.D. Rich. I think, seriously, there is, uh, there's bigger things at play than, than uh, even the NSA and the intelligence agencies realize. Makes a lot of sense just, just as an objective look at it. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think all of this is for nothing. I don't think all of us have been brought to this spot in this time in history just to watch it all go down, you know? I have a hard time believing that. It was all planned, and none of us is awake. Just try to do something locally, and you'll be able to knock down so fast. Exactly. It's good to see you, Jane. Hope all is well. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, the step, the, the, the biggest step of the Great Awakening is in, is informing people and teaching them how, and discernment how to critical think and, you know, having them see the world through uh, a different set of eyes. You know what I'm saying? So... Are you still typing, Belouche? 
<laughs> I was, was going to wait for you before I get into Captain Keschel's Substack. Um, it's going to probably take me like 15 minutes or so to get through this Substack that Captain Keschel put together, but he probably put a good couple hours into this at least, if not several hours. Um, and it's really interesting. In a world full of cowards, be a Caleb. It's a perfect transition from here. And then I have um, some Rand Paul did some great stuff. General Flynn has a a quick um, op-ed out there that I want to read today, too. Several other things. I don't know, just kind of some random stuff, hangout kind of stuff today for this Friday. So thanks for being here today, guys. Phone lines are open if you want to call in. Up, up on the screen there, hop in any single time, and uh, we'll get to you guys. Babylon B has a new uh, – I saw that. I, was that. Was that you talking about that, Politius? I have uh, Babylon B's uh, video. <laughs> Uh, before I, I'll tell you what, before I get to, um, since, since you were mes- mentioning it, I have it in the, in the show prep today. Um, you agree point best full? Yeah. I just can't see how it's, um, uh, you're, I mean, you're welcome to hop in, bro. It's, it's chill Friday. I ain't got, I ain't got shit to do anyway. But uh, while you're while you're deciding if you want to do that or not, or, or you can, I don't, you know me, dude, I'm up, I'm open for any topic, bro. Check out uh, Babylon P. Um, here's everything transphobic that Pilates was talking about. Five-minute video from Babylon B. In Hogwarts Legacy, and I don't even, I haven't, I, I don't pay attention to anything Disney, so I have no idea what this is, but. Ah, that's not even an Elden Ring. Hey, gamers. We're here to talk about Hogwarts Legacy today. That's right, it's me, your world's favorite influencer. Welcome back to Travis's Game Corner. Travis's Game Corner. So today we're gonna talk about Hogwarts Legacy. I got an exclusive because I got it early by pre-ordering it like everyone else who can also play it. But I'm playing it first. And let me tell you, it's totes transphobic. Hold on to your broomsticks, fam, because it's about to get muggle in here. Here are the top transphobic moments in Hogwarts Legacy. Kapow! Let's dig in! Here's the first problem. Separate boys and girls dormitory. That's sexist segregation. And also, it leaves no room for the other genders. The autogender, the robogender, the void speller gender, the squib gender. There's so many genders. Why shouldn't they be living in harmony when you can change gender at will? That's what happens in real life. Next, as it turns out, there's no black or trans history classes because headmaster Ron DeSantis got rid of them. Yo, why is this guy even headmaster? Next, there's also a problem with some of the NPCs in this game. Right outside of the potions room, there's an NPC of Matt Walsh asking everyone, what is a woman? Why doesn't he know? There's no such thing as a woman. Plus, this game takes place in 1890. Matt Walsh was born on June 18th, 1986, before Harry Potter even existed. He doesn't even like anime. And did you know, friends, that there is a dark spell called Avada Kedavra, and it kills people. But if you take the words Adava and Kedavra and Avada Kedavra, and whatever the letters are, and you mix them all together, what do you get? Kill trans people. <laughs> Talk about a quaffle. There's not even an all-female Quidditch team for a trans woman to join and dominate because they're not women, but also they are women. And you know what? The rules to Quidditch don't even make sense at all. That you catch the snitch, the game ends, and you get 250 points. Instead of having one Seeker, how about having like 20 Seekers? 
they all go for it. You win instantly, boom. And this golden snitch is here to snitch on JK Rowling, but she doesn't even understand sports because she's a woman who's not a trans woman. And do you know who else notably appreciates Quidditch? Known transphobe, Jordan Pearson. What happens if the seeker gets the snitch? Game's over. She has a brilliant imagination, Rowling. Even amidst all of the exploration of Hogwarts legacy, you get a full library, but you can't get into the forbidden section where all the trans books are. That's not right. And guess what else is there? Michael Crichton's Congo. Why? One word, mandrakes. Drakes aren't men, they're women. No explanation needed. Oh, and next, guess what? This is even worse. In Hogsmeade, there's a tavern called the Three Broomsticks, and there's a drag show in the back. Your student character can't even go in there and experience the wonderful joy of trans beauty in the form of heavy makeup. And you can only change genders with a polyjuice potion, not expensive surgery. How are we supposed to get the representation we need if we're not cutting people open? I don't know. And you know, in Harry Potter, the wand chooses the wizard, which is incredibly transphobic. The wizard should choose the wand because, you know, the wand's an allegory for, you know, <laughs> sick. So I had to play it more to find out. And then you're walking along one of the corridors and the room of requirement shows up. Awesome. This is cool Harry Potter lore, except there's no trans surgeon in there. Why the heck not? That's what I need right now. Here's another problem. The sorting hat comes and it sorts you wherever. Everyone should be in Hufflepuff. Why are there four houses when Hufflepuff is the most prideful house? But either way, there's four houses. That gives the illusion of choice. Is gender a choice? No, except for the times when you change it. And there you have it. Hogwarts Legacy is the most transphobic thing to come out of Western civilization since Western civilization. If you really wanna stick up for trans people, don't buy this game and play it like I did. Final score. Hogwarts Legacy, a review, 10 out of 10. Bought on transphobia, 10 out of 10, which averages out to zero. All right, that's it for Hogwarts Legacy. Let's never speak of it again. It is now the game which must not be named. But next time, come on back and we're gonna play the gayest game imaginable to really balance things out. FIFA 23, it's about soccer. <laughs>freaking hilarious man oh my god that was a nice little laugh to uh to kick the show off today oh man if i were to put on hogwarts sorting hat it would say as a book i don't know what that means i have i have not watched any of that stuff so i have i don't have the slightest clue about any of that but anywho it was still freaking hilarious all right let me get to this. In a world full of cobs, cowards, be a Caleb, Captain Cashel, 22 hours ago, for some for some some perspective. 
Nearly one year ago to this very day, I attended an event in Bastrop, Texas with four other prominent figures in the freedom movement to talk about something other than elections, mandates, and, inju and injustice. The event in which the five of us shared our testimonies of Christian faith was the first chance for many people following the ongoing cultural battle on social media to see any of us in a different light in an in-person setting. Venkak Varada, an immigrant from India who spurned Hinduism to turn to Christianity decades ago, hosted and moderated the event. Testimonies, if shared sincerely, are hard to give and can vary in heaviness based on previous traumatic experiences or upbringing. They reveal great brokenness and past sinfulness, and obviously, since it is a testimony, recognition of those things and a contrast to attitude, beliefs, and actions adhered to in the present. I've told my story of faith many times in small personal settings. I was the first person in my family to become a born-again Christian, and I gave my life to Christ at the age of 17, just after 9-11, and at a time when the fear of death gripped my very soul. I had never given my testimony as a public figure to people who might find it empowering to have dirt to spread and trash to talk. As usual, I didn't rehearse much. I put a framework and some slides together and wound up delivering something even I didn't expect. The words resonated with the crowd, helped them understand what it was in my spirit that drives me and even drove some of the audience to reflect on their own life experiences and need to change direction in life. My testimony acknowledged my deep affirmation and confidence wounds from youth and confidence wounds from youth my own sin, which has caused me and others great harm, and most importantly, the Savior who delivers from those pits of despair. My talk focused on the topic of a different spirit, and throughout it, I reflected on the story of the Old Testament warrior Caleb. Caleb and Joshua were two of the spies who were sent out to explore the Promised Land on a reconnaissance mission. The ten other spies came back and reported to Moses that the land was filled with abundance, but also giants. Big and scary, much bigger than they were, and certainly not conquerable, at least according to those who didn't trust God's plan. They made excuses and defended their cowardice and desire to remain passive in hopes that someone else would save the day and drive out the giants. But not Caleb. Caleb, but Caleb quinted the people before, quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and occupy it. For we are well able to overcome it. Numbers 1330 in, e, in the ESV version. Simply put, Caleb was a badass. Scripture attests to this in many other places. Caleb is recorded as having a different spirit in his and is commended, commended for it. Numbers in 1424. Caleb's willingness to charge into the promised land showed his confidence and reliance upon God. Numbers 1330. Caleb was in the... In, defatigable and driven and at 85 years old asserted to the multitude of Israel that he was just as strong then as he was when Moses sent him out to spy in the land. He recognized no boundaries to his strength and to what God could do with him if his heart was willing. Joshua 14, 6 through 14. Caleb followed through on his boasting and drove out inhabitants of the land while many others sat by idly paralyzed with fear in Judges 1.20. I made the point in my testimony that Caleb's different spirit appears to reflect the Holy Spirit of Christ. As such, that spirit 
uh, mandates courageous action. When the spies brought the bad report of the land and broke the faith with God, who swore to defeat their enemies and lead them into that land, the hearts of the people melted with fear, caused a rebellion against Moses in Numbers 14, 1 through 4. God judged the people for their unfaithfulness and sent them to wander in the wilderness for 40 years, sparing only Joshua and Caleb as the others died off. How does that relate to our plight today? Are you one of those armchair warriors who sits back talking about how powerful the government and this bureaucracy is while failing to compare it to the power and just nature of God? I have always personally touched been personally touched when reflecting on the tiny shepherd defeating the giant champion of the Philistines, Goliath. Had David focused on comparing himself to the giant, thought had David focused on comparing himself to the giant, thought to be perhaps more than nine feet tall and plated in heavy armor, while armed with the most fearsome weaponry of that time, he would have been easily defeated. Instead, he compared Goliath to God. Quote, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you with the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut off your head, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. 1 Samuel 17, 46-47. God bless you, Liberty Bells. On both occasions, the heroes Caleb and David turned on tables of fear, turned the table, turned the tables on fear. On both occasions, the heroes Caleb and David turned the tables on fear. Scripture states in Numbers 14, 1 through 4 and Samuel 17, 24, that the men of Israel were terrified by the bad report regarding the promised land in, in the former and in the presence of the giant in the latter. It took heroes to reverse this decline. And that came at great risk and trepidation to the ones that stepped up. But what happened? Caleb and Joshua were rewarded for their faithfulness, and the lesson of cowardice was passed on to the generation that did enter the promised land so that they did not have to repeat the failure of 40 years prior. Israel went on to rout the Philistines after David felled the giant and onto a period of incredible prosperity brought about by God under David's leadership. David emerged as the chief ancestor in the line of Christ himself, all because of his act of courage and obedience to God and his continued reliance on him. We will not get anywhere if people choose passivity, complacency, and obedience to fear instead of God. We will remain buckled into a terminal riot, into a into a tyranny in which the consequences of inaction today will make everyone regret having stayed silent, compliant, or complacent. I am reminded of the words of the U.S. Marine Corps Sergeant, later Sergeant Major Daniel Daly, who in 1918 Battle of Bellow Wood uttered one of the most timeless battle cries in history. Come on, you sons of bitches, you want to live forever? The Battle of Bella Wood is a major American win during the last German offensive of the Great War, one that cost over 1,800 American lives lost at the hands of German machine guns strewn among seemingly unclimbable hills, boulders, and rocky slopes. Daly wasn't admonishing them to preserve their names forever as heroes. He was asking them if they wanted to merely achieve a certain age so badly as to slink away as losers or cowards in battle, preserving their lives even if just 
for a little while. The risk of death is one of the most beautiful things we have as humans, for it drives us to great accomplishment with its impending urgency and should remind us of the temporary nature of our mission here on Earth. One of the greatest movie scenes ever commemorates the Battle of Falkirk fought in 1298 in Braveheart. William Wallace, played by Mel Gibson, encourages the Scottish soldiers by responding to one who proposed everyone run to preserve their own lives. Aye, fighting you may die, running you'll live, at least for a while, and dying in, <clears throat> and dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all these days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Historians debate the accuracy of much of Braveheart's storyline, but the main point rings true. Not living is dying and safeguarding life at the expense of freedom collectively brings about the death of a nation and its people. Death takes many forms these days, tolerating toxic work environments to bank a few extra dollars in the company 401k, grinding out a couple more deployments to make that magic pension mile marker, remaining stuck in the fruitless pattern of life instead of pursuing a dream and calling, along with more obvious examples like tolerating illegal medical mandates, economic shutdowns, drag queen story hour, elimination of American jobs, and the theft of our elections because... You don't want to piss off co-workers, Facebook friends, family members, or worst of all, the political bureaucracy and its mainstream media allies. That is not life. It is death. Accepting the decline of the freest nation in the history of the world without investing your full might into pushing back while hoping you can ride out your own personal clock with enough rapidly devaluing money saved up Exhausting the twilight years of life trying merely to not die constitutes moral bankruptcy and the definitive loss of all as we Americans hold dear. To abandon hope of turning the tide on corruption in this country sentences coming generations to a future as subjects slash slaves. Americans do not exist to be subjects. Many things about this movement exhaust me. I am sickened by the lack of discretion shown with constant infighting, plaguing efforts to reform elections, or dividing the movement over personal disputes. Most officers in a military unit don't like one another, but manage to keep it together for the sake of the mission. There isn't enough time in a combat environment to worry about who has different religious views or who operates a side business that allows a person to make more money than the others, or who trash-talked about your previous unit. There are the men, and there are, and then the mission. As time marches on, I meet more and more people who have been effectively silenced or canceled at work, have had their businesses targeted by the left, or who have been otherwise forced to roll over and die or commit this to this cause wholeheartedly, for there is truly nowhere else to go if we fail to preserve our liberties. It takes no guile, special skill, or devotion to coexist and go along to get along, to keep your mouth shut so you don't offend someone with trust. What would Jesus do? Hope for the next pay raise that barely keeps up with inflation and passively accept the death of a nation while donning an overplayed I voted sticker every other year? Likewise, I took no special conviction to be... It took no special conviction to be one of the 10 spies who led an entire people astray away from their destiny to take over the promised land or to be among the armies of Saul, 
without a single man willing to challenge a giant who appeared day in and day out for 40 days looking for a fight. It did take a Caleb and it did take a David to deliver the people from their plight. They did not do the same things as others and they were thought of as crazy by their peers. After all, those giants are way too big to battle. The giants of fear and failure are on the horizon today and still many do not aspire to the challenge. Forgetting that God cannot be pleased without faith, Hebrew 11, 6, that faith works that faith without work, that faith without works is dead, James 2.26, and that God battles for us when we do his will, Sam 17.46-47 and Josh 1-9. 1-9, through 9, 1, 9, excuse me. I get down all the time. Good, it's not just me, Captain. I don't broadcast that and shouldn't. But when things are slow and infighting appears everywhere and setbacks like the 2022 midterms happen, I am as human as everybody else. I count the cost to my own life. The abandonment of my successful career, personal setbacks may increasingly high blood pressure I've never had until recently. The sleepless nights, the hit pieces, the valid questions about my future, and sometimes they make me second guess my path. Then I remember this. Wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life and only a few find it. Matthew 7, 13 through 14. There you have it. Everyone doing something doesn't mean that it is what they what should be done. Everyone being quiet in the face of injustice or tyranny are they on the broad or narrow path? In fact, a few find the way to life. Whether in an, an eternal or temporal context, the few have made history and defied odds stacked against them. My dad would say, quote, nothing worth accomplishing in life should be done half-assed. Others would say if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. I have embarked on a path I will remain on until pulled away, however long that may take and wherever it may lead. I consider myself called on a mission, my circumstances and connections too rare to have been all on accident. To abdicate that mission would be to lay aside what I believe to be a calling on my life and pursue personal comfort to aid in ushering in a world my children, their children, and infinite generations will suffer under that I will not do. Those in my life are along for this journey, and anyone in the future must also be all in. My name is Seth. Means appointed. Your given name has meaning as well, and I hope that in this article, you find a purpose to find your fire, ignite your calling, and commit yourself to becoming a Caleb, no matter the risk. Seth Keschel, Captain Keschel, with a inspirational summary of um, he's not the only one who, uh, you know, <laughs> isn't always on their A game and, ha and has uh, downsides to what they see and the rest. It has their bad days, you know what I'm saying? But um, great substack from uh, Captain Keschel. I'm glad we spent the time reading that uh, for you guys here today. Here is that link if you would like to grab that and share it far and wide. 
it is always good to get uh, some some um, you know religious perspective into what we're trying to do here, and it's definitely something that I could do a better job of, which is why I've been working very hard recently to try to make sure I do do that. Try to try to you know. <laughs> Try to try, I guess. I don't know what I'm talking about, man. Thanks for being here today, guys. Rumble crowd, thanks for being here. Do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button. Thanks, I appreciate you all very much. Pilled, how are you all doing out there? 1,450 gold pills, thank you, sir. Thank you, who cares news? I appreciate that, man. Liberty Bells, I missed you. Popcorn cues in the house, hope you're doing well. Happy Friday. You enjoy your weekend as well. Buy that man a beer, says Belush indeed. Sean Joe's, thank you for the cookie as, as always every day. Sup, Belush, appreciate you. Poip is full, average Joe, creative writer, and, and all you guys out there for dropping the gold pills on me today. Thank you very much. God bless you all. I appreciate you all very much. That was pretty good, huh, Joe? For sure, man. Thank you for the cookie, bro. All right, let me keep it moving here today. Um, do my Alec Baldwin impression here real quick. Nope, good to go. Okay, Rand Paul. I haven't seen this yet, but uh, Canicola highlighted this as well. What is ah, the Equal Health Alliance is back in the news again. The Five minutes from Rand found Paul. found out recently through the House. As I uh, check the audio here, that's, that's, let me go. Let me give you a little bit there on the audio. Whoops, swing and a miss. And let me see what Rand Paul had to say here today. Saw a lot of people pushing this one out there. Mr. Sherman, it's estimated that between uh, 5 and uh, 18 million people died from COVID-19 worldwide. To a significant number of scientists, the evidence suggests that this originated from a lab leak in Wuhan. Does the State Department fund coronavirus research in China? Do we fund coronavirus? I don't believe so, but I don't know. I'll double check and we'll get back to you on that, Senator. The answer is yes, you do. And it's been going on for more than a decade and it's done through a program called PREDICT and then the Global Virome. And why this is important is we had a million Americans die and we really haven't had any discussion of this. No hearings, nothing. People are unaware that they're even funding the research. We found out recently through the House unclassified report that money is going from the NIH to American universities, to the, um, uh, uh, the Academy of Military Medical Sciences Research in China. We are subcontracting money and sending it over, but millions is coming from the State Department. So the idea is this. We will identify all the viruses in the world. We'll be safer because we identified them. But here's the question. Are we safe? Wow. All right, well, uh, there you go. Anytime you talk about this stuff, OBS crashes. Unbelievable.
All right. Uh, there we go. OBS crashed, of course. Anytime I, I do this kind of stuff, OBS seems to crash on me. It freaking drives me nuts. Please refresh. All right, we should be good to go out there again, guys. I No, it's still kind of popping. That figures. All right, are you back? That was a really good piece by Captain Keschel, wasn't it? Oh, man. OBS crashed on me. You good? <laughs> no, it's anytime I talk about Big Pharma, my OBS seems to crash. Uh, real quick, um, I just saw that, Jane. Um, the Kawasaki kid lost a family member today. I am sorry to hear that, Kawasaki kid. He's always out in there in the, uh, in the audience today. Heavenly Father, we come to you today in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit to ask for healing, Father, healing for a friend who lost a loved one. We don't always understand your will, Father, but we will know you have all power over life and death. We never know the hour you call us home. Many of the angels, may the angels carry your our friend's loved one home. May we all have healing as we hurt for his loss. My Father, let your will be done now and forever. In the name of sweet Jesus, amen. Let it be so. Amen, Jane. Thank you for that prayer for Kawasaki Kid, and I appreciate you giving me a heads up, Z Patriot, on that front. Uh, hopefully we're good to go now. It looks like my OBS is back stable again. Let me just check in with y'all. Make sure you're good to go. Five by five over there. Thank you for that. Lost a bunch of people. Of course. Gotta love it. It ain't, it ain't the computer, bro. It's freaking OBS. That's why I didn't update OBS because OBS new freaking things always have glitches. Prayers up for Kawasaki kid. Thanks for being here today, guys. Let's try to get back at that again and try to I'll rewind a little bit for Rand Paul and we'll try to get this going here. Thanks for being here today, guys. Thanks for the prayers for uh, Kawasaki Kid. Subcontracting money and sending it over, but millions is coming from the State Department. So the idea is this. We will identify all the viruses in the world. We'll be safer because we identified them. But here's the question. Are we safer to have some guy or some woman crawling down a cave 10 hours away from Wuhan, coming up with bat guano, coming up with viruses, and bringing it to a city of 15 million like Wuhan? This is what's been going on for a decade. It's a setup for an accident. It's a setup for a mistake. And nobody's doing anything about it. We continue to fund it. The main group that's been getting this money is EcoHealth Alliance, over $100 million, a lot of it through the State Department. They continue to get money. They don't file the reports on time. They didn't stop their experiments. And yet we reward them with more money. 15 million people died, and we haven't done a thing about it. Nobody seems to care. We're not even sure we fund it. The State Department's a big funder of this project. It's a multi-decade-long project. But there are scientists, as we speak, from Stanford, from MIT, from prestigious universities around the country. These are not partisans. Most of them are not Republicans who stand up and say, oh, my God, what are we doing? Bringing these viruses from remote bat caves to major metropolitan areas and with no controls over this. 
So we've been asking for information from the State Department because we want to know more about this. U.S. Right to Know has been sending FOIA requests for two and a half years, and they don't get anything. So, Mr. Chairman, I've sent two letters. Some of them are six months old now, and we get a, you know, whatever. We're not going to give you any information. What I would hope for is that we could have, people always talk about bipartisanship. Could we not get bipartisan support for records? This is not partisan. We want to know what the U.S. State Department is funding. NIH resists our, our requests on their funds. The two things that we know for certain that have led us to believe this came from the lab that are big came because one was leaked, and this was a DARPA request. So the Chinese researchers in China wanted from DARPA money to create a virus that, guess what, looks exactly like COVID-19. They asked for it in 2018. We turned them down. Fortunately, we did the right thing for once. We turned them down. That doesn't mean they didn't do the research. And so many scientists at an aha moment, they saw this and they said, oh my goodness, they asked for money to create something that looks almost exactly what we got. So in nature, you do not have coronaviruses that infect people that have what is called a furin cleavage site. Chinese said, give us money, we we're gonna stick a furin cleavage site to allow it to infect humans more. We found out that not because you let us know or not because the NIH let us know, they still resist. This is top secret, this is classified, this is a whole problem of classification, but it's also to cover up things. So we don't know anything about the 28 thing, but we had an illegal leak that went to somebody in the media that's now public that said the Chinese wanted to create a virus just like COVID-19 in 2018. The other thing we know is three researchers in the Wuhan lab, in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, got very sick with flu-like symptoms similar to COVID in November. We only know that, though, because the Trump administration on the way out declassified it. So we have to get over all the classification. We also have to be more forthcoming. And I'm hoping the chairman will consider looking at our requests. These are not partisan. We want to know all the information about funding of research in China. We want to know the interactions. There were cables going back and forth between the State Department saying, holy cow, they're not wearing gloves, they don't wear masks in doing this research. They're doing it in what's called a BSL-2 as opposed to a BSL-4. Most of the research that we think escaped was not done in the appropriate lab. And the State Department knew about it, but we've had no hearings about this. They refused to give us information. 15 million people died, a million American died, and you won't give us information. So what I would ask is look at our request. This isn't partisan. This should be about discovering the origins of this. The scientific community is about 50-50 now, and I would hope that we, we suspect the Chinese of not being honest and withholding information, but it's sad that the U.S. government is withholding information from its representatives. Uh, I'll take back your request again, Senator. I would urge uh, a briefing perhaps in a skiff with the intelligence community on this, um, because as you know, uh, there is not a single view uh, about this particular set of issues, uh, but I understand. Why does it need to be in a classified setting? Huh? 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 Huh, crazy lady? Why has it got to be in a classified setting then, huh? 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 Source fuck from, uh, <laughs> from skiing? I bet, man. I bet. I hear ya. Motivated mama. Good to see ya. Good to see ya. Hope all is well. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Every time I talk about pharma, I got a ref I got a OBS crash. It it's never fails. Anywho, thanks for being here. Uh, do me a favor, hit that uh, red pill thumbs up button. What else we got? I got lots of stuff to get through today here. Let me keep it moving here today. General Flynn has a new op-ed today as well. 
that I wanted to read for you guys today. So let's get that going here, and we'll keep it moving here today, guys. Lots of other good stuff to get to today as well. The um, representing republics empower the people from uh, americasfuture.net. I was telling you guys I'm going to try to bring you guys as much of these uh, to to the podcast and to the show um, from, obviously, Great Patriots. Lord Mad Dog, what's good? Timberjet, how are you? Jordan should put Mr. Paul on the stand on next week's hearing. Yeah, I know. I hear you. All right, here we go from General Flynn. The Electoral College has become one of the most controversial features of our political system because, or this is at least from uh, America's Future. I'm not sure if General Flynn wrote this specifically, but uh, the, the Electoral College has become one of the most controversial features of our political system because it is a mechanism for sharing power between large, typically liberal urban areas and sparsely populated parts of America that tend to be more conservative. Coastal elites want to eliminate the Electoral College in order to dominate our country. That's exactly right. That ambition, driven by the insatiable hunger for power, was anticipated by our founding fathers. As we've seen the last few weeks in our newsletters exploring the discussion of the Federalist Papers, its authors, Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, and Johns Jay, were very sensitive to the dangers of exchanging the tyranny of a British king for the tyranny of powerful and wealthy factions. Instead of direct or absolute democracy in which majority factions would hold unmatched power, the authors of the Federalist Papers opted for a representative democracy where the people would elect representatives to vote on laws. This legislative body was one of the three separate and independent branches of government in a system of checks and balances. The question Hamilton wrestled with in the Federalist 68, which is one of the greatest uh, out there, Federalist 68 is so good, was how to select the head of the executive branch, the government. One plan proposed was that the chief executive would be chosen by Congress. Another argued that state governors should elect the president. Madison believed that the people should choose the commander-in-chief directly, but he also recognized that since the southern states were less populous, they'd have little say in choosing the president. The differing opinions resulted in a compromise, the Electoral College. Voters would choose the electors who would vote for the president. As Hamilton explains in Federalist 68, it was desirable that the sense of the people should operate in the choice of the person to whom so important a trust be confided. This end will be answered by committing the right of making it not to any pre-established body, but to men chosen by the people for the special purpose at the particular conjecture. The Electoral College is yet more evidence of the genius of the founding fathers who designed a political system that used different mechanisms to mediate power. Thus, it comes as no surprise our increasingly oligarchic uh, political and corporate elites have targeted the Electoral College to acquire yet more power. We at America's Future encourage you to stand with us in the ongoing fight to preserve our God-given liberty and stand against tyranny. You were chosen to wage this battle, the fight of our generation, and one that will be told for generations hence. Spread the word and get others to join the battle. We are blessed to be living in this meaningful time. That is written from... Oh, that's from Mary O'Neill. That is from uh, General Flynn's sister-in-law. Great article, Mary. I will continue to try to highlight those. Fit those into the show when we can here and there. You know what I'm saying? Did you guys hear... Uh, Joe Biden, I, apparently Barack Obama was in the was in the stands uh, yesterday. I don't know if you guys heard about this when he had his uh, little press conference or whatever. 
Um, I guess Barack Obama had uh, had balcony seats or something like that. Got to classify everything so they don't want us to know the truth. It's, I know, dude. I hear you. It's all going to be redacted in the rest. So don't anyways, jump. Uh, when um, Barack Obama was up in the stands, apparently Biden felt the need to um, to just give him a heads up and you know don't let the panic get to you and just just hang in there. Don't jump. Don't jump. I keep missing my mute button. I'm trying to find um, the Minuteman 3 launch. I missed my mute button. Sorry about that. Um, Pentagon will postpone, and that's the only one I see. Okay, so here's Disclose. Disclose TV has it. Um, let me see. Yep, here it is. That's, I guess that's an underground silo, or is that, uh, yeah. And I'm assuming it, it's, this is just a training exercise, right? Right? So, there's that, uh, as the sable rattling continues. Freaking mute button. <laughs> so that was as of uh, last night, I guess. And 
testing them to make sure they still work, I suppose. So just so you're aware, I'm not sure if you guys saw that. Um, what else do I have in here? I'm going to check in on some breaking news here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, let's see. I got um, how China spies on us. I want to get to that. Definitely. Oh, did you? <laughs> Lemonhead was in the news and Tucker Carlson was on fire. We will concede we have spent many happy years making fun of Mr. Don Lemon of CNN. And at times we'll concede we've been a little cruel. But even as we have mocked him, and we have, there has been honestly an undercurrent of real affection. We kind of admired Don Lemon. How can a man so obviously limited have such boundless self-esteem? Doesn't he know he's an idiot? No, he has no idea. This is the guy who once suggested that a commercial airliner had been eaten by a black hole. And when people laughed at him, he seemed completely unbothered by their laughter. In a world of intellectual pretense, Don Lemon is not ashamed of being dumb, or for that matter, ashamed of anything else. When he got fired last year from his primetime gig for low ratings and reassigned to mornings, he told viewers it was a promotion and he seemed to mean it. So whatever else you say about Mr. Don Lemon, he is unflappable, or so we assumed. It turns out there is in fact one thing that bothers Don Lemon, and that's not being the prettiest person on the set. That drives him insane. So possibly as a kind of torture, a kind of punishment, CNN's new president, Chris Licht, paired Don Lemon with two much younger, much more attractive co-hosts, Caitlin Collins and Poppy Harlow. And the normally steely Don Lemon began to melt down before our very eyes. The other day, for example, after Caitlin Collins interviewed a Republican member of Congress, Don Lemon launched into an attack on Republicans that wasn't actually an attack on Republicans, but a not-so-veiled attack on his co-host, Caitlin Collins. You can't do that. Producers in the control room turned up the music to get him to be quiet. We're going to commercial now. But he shushed them to keep attacking her. Watch this. Thank you for taking time to join us. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. That's going to be, that's the time that we're in, where facts are sort of flexible. And That's why just, we got Caitlin Collins on the Hill fact-checking in real time. It was a great interview. Citing incredible sources, like citing the New York Post as a credible source and saying <laughs> that facts are, it's just, I, I can't believe that we're here. Caitlin, that was a, a great I interview. All right, there moving on. Freaking me head. Um, the anyway, well, not moving on, on because that's, listen, nice suit. that's a big issue when it comes to the American, hold on please with the music. That's a big issue when it comes to the American people. The American people are going to have to suffer through all of this stuff. Yeah, your from stupidity. Election deniers your, to people who don't believe in facts. Your moronic talking, you just ranting. Reality. Shut the fuck and up, now it's you idiot. Stage two, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is Thanksgiving at the alcoholic, passive-aggressive family's house. The American people! Shrieks Don Lamont. The American people! Of course, it's not about the American people. It's definitely not about quote facts. Facts? No. It's about how Don Lemon feels about himself. CNN president Chris Licht really ought to sit down with this guy over a few mango white claws and just let him know that just because somebody else is pretty doesn't mean that you're ugly. It's okay, Don. You're beautiful inside. Or something. Is it going to work? We don't know, but they got to try something. Don Lemon is on the brink. Don Lemon needs a padded room is what he needs. <laughs> Uh, good stuff by Tucker, man. You gotta love it. Uh, yes. If you guys ever have problem with a platform where it's, it's just keeps spinning or something like that. Don't just sit there, just back out of the back completely out of the thing and then come back and it should, uh, you should be able to see it. 
uh, that way. It's um, the, the, the always the thing that fixes technology is power cycle it. So the version of, of power cycling a, a stream is just to click X on the stream and then come back in and then you should be able to see it that way. So if, uh, if you ever see that in the future, pretty simple thing to solve any kind of technology issue, just power cycle it. That's usually that's usually how that works. Uh, let's see here. What else do I got? Um, a bunch of federal grand jury indictments in January announced. I got. I'll finish up the show with that. I got China spying on us. Did you newsflash? Uh, but a really good summary. A couple of summaries of all the ways that China spies on us. But let's talk about balloons. Um, I got the Moldovian. Eh, whatever. It's like just kind of stuff in the news. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I don't know, J.D. Rich. I was pretty sure that uh, Obozo was up there in the balcony of that. I'm pretty sure that that's what was happening there. And he was t- he was telling Obozo not to jump about 95%. <laughs> oh, man. Sausage launcher, how are you? Yeah, I know, dude. That Don Lemonhead's a freaking meathead, dude. He's, he might be the dumbest person on the planet. And, and he doesn't even realize it. That's the scary part. You know, at least some people actually realize they're just stupid and should just keep their mouths shut. No, not Don. He just has people tell him how smart he is every day, all day long. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Twitch crowd? Truth is a light. China got so much uh, land there. It's not and not trespassing, is it? Um, here, yeah. China does have too much land here. Great to see you. Truth is a light. Hope all is well. Johnny B, how you doing? Hunter Dabs in the house. Thanks, guys, for being here today. All righty, let's see here. Let me check in on some breaking stuff, see if there's anything um, new on a Friday evening. Sometimes uh, this time of the day and Fridays we get, uh, you know, an interesting little drop here and there, sometimes not. Let me check in here and see um, what's going on. Japan set to, uh, to appoint Ben Bernanke, classmate Kuzo Ueda as the next BOJ head. Oh, geez, Japan's screwing up. University of Michigan inflation expectations unexpectedly rebounded in early February as they're expecting inflation to finally come down some, thank God. Gas prices about to go up, though, because, uh, yeah, energy wars. Future wars will be fought over water. Remember that? Americans tell CEOs, drop the woke and get back to business as a summary of businesses that have gone woke and gone broke. No shortage of, there's a whole article on that you can write for sure. Zero Hedge picked it up just now, not too long ago. Um, Sydney Powell's got a couple out there. Trending Politics, uh, Project Veritas Board gets massive cease and desist letter from the top donors after it's rumored uh, James was Keith's ouster. I don't know. I think that's a whole publicity and money money uh, raising stunt. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um the government insulated Big Pharma from liability from Brownstone Media Group. We've talked about that plenty. Um, Tulsi Gabbard slamming Mitt Romney. Tig Teagan. You guys hear about Tig? Tig running for office out there in Colorado and getting fucked over by the local groups again. If you guys get a chance, uh, reach out to Tig and see if there's anything... Uh, this community can do to help raise awareness. I would like, I wouldn't mind having him on my show. If you guys didn't have any connections with Tig, uh, I'd like to raise awareness about his story. I've been keeping an eye on it. What he's got going on over there for 
for mayor of Colorado Springs, and they're trying to screw him over pretty good as always. Um, Matt Gates introduced legislation to end all military and financial aid to the Ukraine. That'll go nowhere. Biden finds himself the subject of a brutal Twitter mockery. <laughs> Pentagon shoots down a new threat in um, uh, Alaska, another balloon or something um, out there yesterday. Uh, Roseanne's back. I would love to have Roseanne on too. She's started uh, doing some stand up and stuff. Uh, Joe played uh, the video of Roseanne last night. It's just on absolute fire. She looks like she's having a lot of fun, and she looks great, too, as well. Uh, we've been hearing um, rumors about that for a while. That um, Rumors about that for a while that uh, um, Roseanne would be doing something again here in the near future, so it's good to see her back. Uh, the Moldovian, yeah, I just, just covered that a little bit ago. Uh, Gavin Newsom's Twitter taunt backfires after Democrat defends Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Would-be robber runs right back out the door after seeing Clerk's handgun. I ain't playing with you. Um, CNN roasted him in reports that the network is targeting Charles Barkley. What? Are you going to bring Charles Barkley on to do news commentary? Are you serious? What a freaking joke that is. Uh, and lots of other shiny objects from the alternative media community out there as well. That's about it. I don't see a whole lot really going on out there today. Um, even police frequency is pretty quiet today. Uh, let's check in with president Trump's Twitter feed and see what he's got going on. Twitter truth feed. See what president Trump's got going on today. Taco salad sounds delicious. Um, where am I going? Ah, Trump. Let's see here. What do you got going on, Mr. President? Let's see. From today. Anything new? Uh, that's six hours ago. Okay, so that's 17 hours ago. They told me I could do anything, I'd be anything I wanted. So I became savior of Western civilization. President Trump quote truth that and said, uh, we have a long way to go, but we'll get there. Oh, no, no. Don't Trump will be back um, in February 17th. So don't worry about it. Uh, let's see. Mark Wayne Mullen prote- are endorsing Trump. Uh, let's see. Four hours ago, distribution of total nominal returns on stocks and bonds years 1871 to 2022. Who produced the worst combined run? Joe Biden. That's because they don't know shit about economies. Um, Breitbart article from two hours ago, Trump releases campaign ad outlining energy policy. Pretty sure you guys have all seen that already. Two hours ago. Also of the people who were made aware of the Hunter Biden laptop with a little video here from president Trump. Let's see what this is. Of the people that were made aware of the Hunter Biden laptop story. 53% would have changed their vote, including 61% of Democrats. Let me try that again. Of the people that were made aware of the Hunter Biden laptop story, 53% would have changed their vote, including 61% of Democrats. 
This is the definition of election meddling, and it's the definition of election meddling by the FBI on behalf of Democrats paid for by the U.S. taxpayers. It's collusion, it's corruption, and it's unconstitutional. That it is. That it is. Uh, the, uh, the Ala- yeah, Alaska. Um, I, I mean, what's, there's no real story. There was uh, an object in Alaska, and they shot it down. So that's what they're telling us anyway. <clears throat> I think it's all bullshit. I think it's all shiny objects to try to push us into war. So just, I, who knows, right? There's a lot of people who love doing all kinds of theories on all this stuff. Um, I think it's all bullshit is what I think. Spies, hackers, and informants, how China snoops on the United States. Um, and the national security threat, China eyes in America, Peter Schweitzer, September 12th, 2022 are the two that I got up there. And then a whole list of grand jury indictments that are, that nobody's talked about. I want to get that up there today. Oh, Julie Kelly has a great article out today. I always try to read her stuff that, that she has. She's, I'll see if I can fit that in. How much time we got left? Uh, I might be able to get it in if I... Stop babbling and keep talking. Yeah, there's really no story there, Jane. I don't, I, again, I think that's all a, a push to try to push us into war. So just take that all with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? The whole pipeline story, the whole incursions into Thailand, Thailand or Taiwan, excuse me, and that whole thing, man. I don't know. I don't know. I To me, it looks like a Gulf of Tonkin. <laughs> that's what I see, but who knows? All right, spies, hackers, and informants inside paper today, February 8th, uh, 2023. Not today, two days ago. Um, how China snoops on the United States. An alleged Chinese, Chinese surveillance balloon on the United States last week sparked a diplomatic furor and renewed fears over Beijing gathering intelligence on its largest strategic rival. And FBI Director Ray said in 2020 that Chinese spying poses the greatest long-term threat to our nation's information and intellectual property and to our economic viability. China's foreign ministry said that in a statement to American Free Press that it was resolutely opposed spying operations, bullshit, and that America's accusations are based on false information and sinister political aims. Yeah, maybe, who knows. United States has has its own ways of spying on China, deploying surveillance and interception techniques, as well as a network of informants that were killed by Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Former U.S. President Barack Obama said in 2015 that his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping had promised not to conduct commercial cyber spying. Yeah, okay, sure. Subsequent statements by Washington have indicated the practice has continued. Here are some ways Beijing has worked to spy on the United States in recent years. Cyber warfare. The United States warned in a major annual intelligence assessment in 2022 that the Asian giant represents the broadest, most active, and persistent cyber espionage threat to the government and private sector. According to researchers of the Western intelligence officials, and I use that word in quotes, China has become adept at hacking rival nations' computer systems to make off with industrial and trade secrets. We've seen that over and over again, so there you go. 2021, the United States, NATO, and other allies said China has deployed contract hackers to exploit a breach of Microsoft email systems, given state security secrets, uh, 
agents access to emails, corporate data, and other sensitive information. Thank you, abolitionist. Thank you, Toria. Appreciate y'all. Chinese cyber spies have also hacked the U.S. Energy Department, utility companies, telecommunication firms, and universities, as well as many others. Tech fears. Fears that the threat from Beijing have seeped into the technology sector with concerns that state-linked firms will be ob obliged to share intel with Chinese government. In 2019, the U.S. Department of Justice charged tech giant Huawei with conspiring to steal U.S. trade secrets, evade sanctions on Iran, and other offenses. Thanks, bro. Washington has banned the firm from spying, uh, supplying U.S. government systems and strongly discouraged the use of its equipment in the private sector over fears that it could be compromised. Huawei denies the charges. I can confirm them. Similar anxiety over TikTok animates Western political debate, with some lawmakers calling for an outright ban on a hugely popular app developed by China's BitDance over data security fears. You would think people would pay attention, but they don't. Industrial and military espionage. Beijing has learned on, uh, leaned on Chinese citizens abroad to help gather intelligence and steal sensitive technology, according to experts. One of the most high-profile cases was that of Jai Shokwin, who in January was sentenced to eight years in U.S. prison for passing information on possible recruitment targets to Chinese intelligence, an engineer who arrived in the United States in, via U.S. visa in 2013. Thank you, Hillary. And later joined the, the Army Reserves... Ji was accused of supplying information about eight people to the Jiangshao Province of Ministry of State Security and Intelligence Unit accused of engaging in the theft of U.S. trade secrets. Thank you, Obama. Thank you, Hillary. America for sale. Last year, the U.S. court sentenced a Chinese intelligence officer to 20 years in prison for stealing technology from the United States and a French aerospace firms. The man named Zhu Wanjun, uh, yeah, whatever, was found guilty of playing a leading role in a five-year Chinese state-backed scheme to steal commercial secrets from GE Aviation, one of the world's leading aircraft engine manufacturers and France's Saffron Group. In 2020, a U.S. court jailed Raytheon engineer Wei Sun, the Chinese national and naturalized U.S. citizen, for bringing sensitive information about American missile systems to China on a laptop. On a laptop. Spying on politicians is another way they do it. With the goal of advancing Beijing's interests, Chinese operatives have allegedly courted American political and social business elites. U.S. news website Axios ran an investigation in 2020 uh, claiming that a Chinese student-enrolled university in California had developed ties with a range of U.S. politicians under the auspices of Beijing's main civilian spy agency. The student named Fang Fang used campaign financing, developed friendships, and even initiated sexual relationships, plural, to target rising politicians from 2011 to 2015, swallows well comes to mind. Police stations is another technique used by Chinese operatives to tout insider knowledge about Communist Party's opaque inner workings and dangle access to top leaders to lure high-profile Western targets. The aim has been to mislead world leaders about Beijing's amb ambitions and to make them believe China would rise peacefully, maybe even democratically. Chinese-Australian author Alex Josk wrote in his book, Spies and Lies, How China's Greatest Covert Operations Fool the World. Beijing has exerted, uh, also exerted pressure on overseas Chinese communities and media organizations to back its policies on Taiwan and to muzzle criticism of Hong Kong and Xinjiang crackdowns. In September 2022, Spain-based NGO Safeguard Defender said China had up to 54 overseas police stations around the world 
allegedly to target Communist Party critics. Of course, Beijing denied the claims. The Netherlands ordered China to close two police stations there. In November, a month later, Czech Republic said China had closed such sentries in Prague. And if you, as you have heard recently, New York closed theirs more recently as well. Galestone Institute by Peter Schweitzer put together this summary too as well. We talked yesterday about, yesterday about the DJI drones and how the company own, controls nearly 90% of the world market for consumer and commercial-grade drones used by local police, local law enforcement, intelligence agencies, and just people all around the country. Um, yeah. The excellent reporting on DGI by Kitchen tracks efforts of the company to lobby against the passage of a bill called the American Security Drone Act, which was before Congress and was in the latest NDA but was taken out to federal law enforcement use of DGI products entirely. So the bill was called the American Security Drone Act, and it was it was was to outlaw the use of DGI products entirely. What is the risk? Not only is the data gathered by the drones themselves, but everything collected by the mobile app, which which users control their drones and manage their DJI accounts, like many other mobile applications. This includes user contacts, photos, GPS location, and online activities. Every excuse me, DJI drone in the skies above America is as good as as a hovering Chinese spy. DJI is engaged in a fierce lobbying effort to prevent the passage of the ASDA bill. So fierce that they have enlisted police officers from local jurisdictions to come to Washington and lobby congressional staffers about how great the DJI drones are, drones are for cash-strapped local forces. How many local law enforcement agencies are using DJI drones violating constitutional rights? Can I ask a question there? Our drone laws and our all of our laws on technology in this country are freaking laughable. DJI lobbyists from firms like Squire Patent Boggs, Cassidy and Associates, CLS Strategies are taking no chances. The company spent $2.2 million in lobbying efforts in 2020 and $1.4 million last year in lobbying activities, according to OpenSecrets.org. I wonder if either of those groups lobbied Speaker McCarthy to make sure that the drone bill was removed from the latest NDA. Much as they are doing with products such as solar panels, the Chinese realize that cornering the market in an area where reach equals access is critical to their long-term plans to dominate. Their pattern includes stealing technology they cannot create themselves and using any means available to aid in that theft. Therefore, every bit of access excuse me, to uh, information they scour is of more value to them than the product used to get it. Understanding these patterns is central to recognizing that Chinese do this to their own people as well. Though many different forms of what we badly call blackmail. We may baldly call blackmail, excuse me. The Wilson Center, a bipartisan think tank in Washington, reported in 2017 that a small community of PRC students and diplomats have engaged in intimidation tactics ranging from intelligence gathering to financial retaliation. It was just those sorts of concerns that led Trump administration to create the China Initiative within the DOJ in 2018. This effort generated plenty of convictions of Chinese nationals in the United States for technology theft and other forms of industrial espionage. The Biden administration ended this program 
this year. Of course they did. China's strategy has for years hinged on infiltration by some Chinese scientists and researchers working abroad in the United States and other Western nations with threats against their Chinese relatives as leverage for them doing so. Chinese intelligence gathering and in the United States takes many forms and has uh, different purposes. Most Americans are familiar with some of the forms and means and tactics, but not how widespread and persistent they are. We talked a little bit about them in the previous article. Americans may know about malware contained in the infernal TikTok app that their children use. They may know that Chinese military cyber intelligence services was likely behind many of the largest hacks of Americans' personal data that have occurred. They may have known for, uh, from the news how U.S. defense and intelligence policy have sanctioned Chinese telecom Huawei and counseled American allies to reject Chinese architecture implementations, implementations of 5G networking due to the evidence that China has planted backdoors in commercial networking equipment designed to allow the Chinese regime in Beijing to conduct surveillance and cyber espionage anywhere in the world. Do they know it extends to consumer-level consumer drones? Cybersecurity expert Klon Kitchen, running for the dispatch, recently detailed problems with DJI, the, the Chinese company whose consumer and commercial-grade drones control nearly 90% of the market. These popular products are cost-effective, easy to fly and operate, and send every byte of data they gather to servers in China. For this reason, they are banned by the U.S. military and the Department of Homeland Security, though still used by the FBI and increasingly by local police as eyes in the sky during crime events. FBI's use of DJI drones is especially ironic considering the Bureau's director, Christopher Ray has warned of all the dangers of Chinese. Most recently in London. So there you go. Um, just another example of, you know, the shiny, the shiny object in the sky versus... <laughs> Things that we in the alternative media community have been talking about for freaking ever that everyone's writes off as, well, I got nothing to hide, so I don't really care. It's much more worse than that. They use this data to manipulate your buying trends. They use them to manipulate your realities. It's way worse than people realize. I wish, um, I wish more Americans would open their eyes to the... Um, to the privacy concerns that we no longer have in this country. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, Rumble Crowd? Lurking, listening. Halita, how are you? Great, thanks for being here today. Homemade tacos, motivated mommy. That sounds delicious. How you guys doing over there on Twitch, huh? Hanging out, lurking, and listening as well. Thanks for being here. Comfortably numb, how are you today? Thank you for being here. Appreciate y'all. 4317 gold pills today. Average Joe Victoria abolitionist. Who cares? Liberty Bells, Popcorn Q, Belouche. Thank you guys all very much for the gold pill love today. I appreciate y'all. A couple other things to get to today, and we'll check in on any other breaking news for today. We have um, John Podesta back in the news, as you can see on the screen there. Uh, let's see here. John Podesta awards $2 billion government loan to former head of Tesla to compete against Elon. 
A $2 billion loan from John Podesta, huh? So Elon Musk is getting under Podesta's skin now, too, huh? That's good to hear. $2 billion to the former head of Tesla to compete with Muscle, Musk, uh, Elon Musk. Last September, it was reported that uh, Podesta was taking over as a head of a new government venture after being selected as the president for clean energy innovation and implementation. Podesta was assigned to oversee the implementation of $370 billion worth of climate change provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act. You can't make this shit up, dude. Every freaking day. The former White House advisor is currently chair of the board of directors for the Center of American Progress, which he founded in 2003. Now, Redwood Materials, Redwood Materials, a U.S.-based battery materials company founded by Tesla co-founder J.B. Straubel, has received a conditional approval for a $2 billion loan from the Department of Energy for domestic battery cell production. Department of Energy's Advanced Technology Vehicle Manufacturing Program, which helped Tesla develop its signature Model Y, is funding the loan. <laughs> so there you go. The Inflation Reduction Act, $55 billion by President Joe Biden. Just money laundering our money right underneath our noses, straight into these garbage green energy projects. Just another day in the life. Here's Julie Kelly's article that I won't get to today, unfortunately, but I highly recommend you check it out. Righteous tyrants know they're not cutting off food supplies or building labor camps, but these modern-day tyrants seek the same ends, crush the opposition, and control the masses. Um, Julie Kelly's take on the recent tyranny reports that we have seen come out through all, you know, released everywhere. Today's Q drops are interesting. There's several of them that I put out there on uh, my true social yesterday. Uh, there's a couple that I wanted to get to. I think one of them was at the bottom here. Let me see. Yeah, the JFK one, 703. S JFK Secret Society's speech uh, is uh, February 10th, 2018. Uh, when we were learning about um, Gematria, I guess, is what they, everyone thought all that was. Um, all the code-breaking thing. Uh, this is when Saudi Arabia stuff was happening in 2018. A lot of interesting stuff happening over there. Check out globalleaks.org. Uh, that's a cute post from February 10th, 7.15. Oh, this one, 7.17, February 10th, 2018 at 6.33 a.m., public. FBI, Department of Justice, Obama's White House, State Department, private, clowns, clowns, clowns everywhere. Expand your thinking, Q. So, it is, uh, as we have learned, these intelligence officials that are swamp rats all, all over the place. Once a clown, always a clown. That's a really good one. Uh, 20, 2682 is a really good post. Um, there was one other up here that I wanted to see. Oh, the missed decode for that. Nice stolen decode there. Um, what else did we have in the Q post today? There was I thought there was one, one or two others that I wanted to show you. Oh, yeah, the Hunters Become the Hunted one is today. Did Mueller open the door to Ukraine? Did Mueller open the door to FISA? Interesting question. 
that's why there's a lot of people that think that Mueller's still a white hat out there. It's just, I don't know. Strings released, maybe. Back channels are important. February 10th, 2020. Back channels are important. Attacks will only intensify. You attack those who threaten you the most. Enjoy the show. Cue. Checking in with F's, or federal grand jury indictments announced in February of 2023. There's a whole list of them on just the real news. Christopher Emil Champanal, receipt and distribution of child pornography. Juan Carlos Figueroa Hernandez, unlawful reentry as a removed alien. Pedro Flores Vivar, unlawful reentry of, of a removed alien. Justin Randall Gehrig, Tyler Lo- Levy Tavis, arson of property using illegal activity affecting interstate and foreign commerce, damage of fire by property of institution receiving federal funding. Um, interesting. Mary Francis Hernandez, wire fraud of Tulsa, Oklahoma, bookkeeper and general manager of a protective equipment supply company purchased, uh, using Chase, Chase Bank's corporate credit, $18,000 secret service, uh, investigating that one. Interesting. Mariko Hernandez Castillo, unlawful reentry. Philip Verlan Logan and David Bryson Logan, arson of a building of a federal funds. Amber Lopez Alvarado, unlawful reentry. These are these those are Antifa, by the way. Jamie Gamil Lopez Alvarez, possession of firearm and ammunition by an illegal alien. Juhan Jujan Jujuan. Alexander Markham, felony possession of a firearm with an and fentanyl, possession of a fentanyl intent to deliver. Drug trafficking and possession of a stolen firearm. A, t- a felon in Tulsa, Oklahoma, more than 40 grams of, of uh, fentanyl. Colby Howard McGinnis, bank fraud, aggravated identity theft, also out of Tulsa. Uh, Porfirio Mia Merka, uh, out of Texas, unlawful uh, a- illegal alien. Cole uh, Walker Morris, threatening to kidnap, assault, and murder a member of a federal judiciary. Out of also out of Tulsa, um, Gamero Rodriguez Garcia, unlawful reentry. Brian Cordell Thomas, felon in possession of a firearm. Lucas Anthony Walker, first degree murder in an Indian country, carrying, using, brandishing, and discharging a firearm. That is the latest federal grand jury indictments announced today. I thought that was pretty interesting. Check in with FCCED real quick to see if there's anything over there. 45, 17 gold pills today. Go ahead and check out that scratch off. Great. Get your rewards right about now. Former judge, nothing there for FCCD. We checked in with that yesterday. Nothing really new there. Thank you all for hanging out with me today. I hope all is well with you guys and you guys are having a blessed and wonderful day. I hope you guys this weekend turn it all off, get away from it all and just, I don't know, sink yourself into some music or something. I don't know. I heard there's, there's a game going on this weekend or something too. Is that, is that already over? I haven't even paid attention to football in such a long time. Former prisoner transport officer indicted for sexual assault and the use of a firearm or furthers of a sexual assault. 40,000 victims receive over $150 million in compensation for fraud schemes processed by MoneyGram. Interesting. Director has words to say, speeches, speeches, and more speeches. Minnesota attorney charged with unemployment tax and false tax return crimes. It's not uh, Elias, is it? Darn it. I was kind of hoping that would be Mark Elias. <laughs> Wang Doodle. Great to see you out there. U.S. citizen sentenced for conspiring to provide electronic equipment and technology to the government of Iran. Pharmacist convicted of $1 million prescription fraud scheme and man sentenced for involving U.S. funded military contracts. And that, my friend, is your Friday edition 
uh, one sensor Dave. Thank you all for hanging out with me here today. I think uh, I checked in with all the breaking stuff out there. Um, nothing, nothing after nothing equals nothing. Annie atomic Annie's going to be going on tonight. I think many other great Patriots out there tonight as well, wherever you may go, you can't stay here. You got to go somewhere else and wherever you go, do me a favor. Just hop into their chat and say uncensored Dave sent you. We appreciate you all very much for hanging out with me. Do me a favor, help spread the word about the show and what we're trying to do here. See you guys back here Sunday night for sure. And maybe this weekend as well. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you guys. I'll be lurking Foxhole tonight. I'll be lurking this weekend. And, and Sunday, we will be doing our Sunday night church uh, session, prayer session. So with that, have a great weekend and God bless you all. impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.